Welcome to the Unconventional Wedding Planning Podcast. My name is Ashley, and I am planning my own unconventional budget micro-wedding in the middle of a pandemic. If more than once you've thought, F it, let's just elope, you are definitely in the right place. So on today's episode, I want to talk all about elopements. Uh, This is a thing that's coming up a lot, especially with 2020, 2021 couples with all of the wildness that is trying to plan a wedding during a pandemic with restrictions changing and people unable to travel and illness and distancing and masks and gloves and no dancing and all these other things. So many couples are saying like, "Ugh, can we just throw in the towel? Like, let's just elope. Uh, We're over it. And I do want to say right off the top that I definitely have a bias. I wrote a post uh, years and years ago on a personal blog saying that I do want to elope, that that's always been my dream wedding. So this is something I've been thinking about pretty seriously since well before the pandemic. I also want to say that I am very pro any restrictions that are in place. Um, So even though I'm saying that, you know, obviously it's not ideal to have a wedding with social distancing and masks and hand sanitizer and all that other stuff, definitely very pro all of those things and don't think anybody should be having a huge wedding with uh, no restrictions or hygiene measures in this time. Um, So just to get those things uh, cleared and done away with. But let's get into it. So first of all, before you decide if you actually should elope, let's talk about what an elopement is. So traditionally, an elopement was the couple um, in a hetero wedding, the bride and groom running away with just the officiant. And it was, you know, a last minute thing, really spontaneous. It was usually done in secret. And it was usually a thing of like, oh, the parents don't know, we're just gonna run off and elope in the woods or at this church in Vegas or, you know, whatever it is. And I think the modern day elopement still has a lot of stigma left on it because of this sort of traditional thing. When people say like, oh, we're just going to elope. Most people assume that means, you know, just the two of them running away. Maybe they don't tell their parents. Maybe they don't put any planning into it. But these days an elopement can actually be pretty much anything you want it to be. I'll get into that a little bit more in a second. But you can really do things your own way. And it can be, you know, as big or small as you want, as much planning as you want, or as little planning. There's also a lot of names for elopement these days. So traditionally, the elopement, it was just the couple and the officiant. But these days you have weddings that people are calling elopements, even if they have, you know, 25 or 30 guests, people will call them micro weddings or mini monies or small weddings or an intimate affair. There's an endless number of names and there's really blurred lines between, okay, what is the difference between an elopement and a mini money and a micro wedding and a small wedding? And there's no set definition. I've listened to a few podcasts and read a few blog posts about this and literally every single person has a different definition. And the funny part is they all come out really authoritatively of like, oh, a micro wedding is 35 and under. And then two articles later, a micro wedding is 50 and under. So it really, it really doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you call it. It doesn't really matter what the difference is. You can call your intimate wedding, whatever you want to call it, and you can decide on the guest count. Uh, The basic idea, though, is that it is going to be a lot smaller than those, you know, 100 person weddings. And usually things are a little bit more casual. Um, Not that they have to be informal, but just, you know, a little bit more toned down, maybe not as many vendors, not as much planning and that sort of thing. But I will get into that in just one sec. All right, so I was saying that these days, an elopement really can be whatever you want it to be, and it's totally your decision. So let's kind of break that down. 
So traditionally, the elopement was just the couple and the officiant running off together. But these days, you can actually have guests. So if you want, you can have a small group of guests. You could even have a wedding party if you wanted. Um, you could have, you know, 5, 10, 20. I think probably once you start going a little bit past 30, it's hard to call it an elopement. But again, as I said, call it whatever you want. If it's a, you know, a big downsize, if you were originally planning for 500 and you got it down to 75, go ahead and call that a micro wedding or a small wedding, whatever you want to do. Um, at the same time, you can also still have none. Like if you want that traditional elopement feel of just the two of you and you want to go off to some really cool location, you can totally do that. It's basically, it's up to you to decide who you want to be there and usually, you know, elopements don't have these giant guest lists, but you can definitely have guests. And if that's kind of your hang up, you're thinking like, oh, I'd love to elope, but I really want my mom and my best friend and my dog to be there. They can be there. You can totally be there and you can still have an elopement. You can also do a big party afterwards. I know a lot of 2020 and 2021 couples are planning to do a small, you know, either courthouse wedding or a small elopement, a backyard wedding, something a little bit more casual and intimate this year. And then in 2021 or 2022, even 2023, they're planning to do a big reception party then. So that is totally an option that kind of gives you the best of both worlds. You get to have that really special intimate ceremony and you get to get married and then you can still have that big party with all your friends and you get to do that in hopefully a non-COVID time. Again, this is totally optional though. If like me, the whole point of you doing the elopement is to skip the big party, to skip the expense, to skip the big guest list and all the drama and all the vendors, then you don't have to. Your elopement can be the only wedding celebration you have and that is totally, totally fine and okay and allowed. An elopement can be something that you plan for months or even years in advance, or it can also be really spontaneous. Um, these days, the elopements can be, you know, really elaborate. You can have floral arches and balloons and cakes and beautiful chairs and, I don't know, somebody doing skywriting for you. You can get in a helicopter. There's so many, so many options for your elopement and it definitely can be something that you plan months and months in advance or it can be you know more spontaneous you could wake up one day and say hey you know what let's go down to the courthouse like i feel like today would be an awesome day to get married and you can do that so it's really up to you you have a ton of freedom with so many of your choices for an elopement you can do things that are part of a traditional wedding i know a lot of people say oh you know i wouldn't want to elope because i still want to wear a white dress or i still want to have a first dance or do a toast and you can do all of those things you can totally totally have an elopement and wear a full big dress or a tux with tails or the top hat you can have a first dance or you know a parent child dance or even a you know everyone on the dance floor even if it's just 20 of you, you can do toasts and speeches. You can have an aisle, you can have decor, you can have, I don't know, favors if you want, you can have invites. You can include all of those elements from a traditional big wedding, but you also don't have to. And that's kind of the awesome part of the elopement is you get to pick and choose. So for example, for the small wedding that my partner and I are planning, we're you know, gonna do pretty traditional outfits. I'll wear a white dress, he's gonna wear a suit, but we're not gonna do dances. Uh, we're not gonna do decor or anything like that. We're not gonna do a cake, but I do really love toasts and speeches. So I'm gonna ask a few people to do that, that for us. So there will still be those more traditional parts. And then you just have a lot of choice when it comes to, you know, let's say the location. So you're not tied to these giant banquet halls and venues that hold 200 people for a seated dinner. You can get married down on the beach, in a backyard, on a rooftop, on a mountaintop. You can take a helicopter, you can take a boat, you can take a 
a seaplane. Um, you really can elope almost anywhere, anywhere where you can, you know, legally get married and find someone to marry you, you can elope. And you see these stunning photos of couples tying the knot, um, you know, in on the Grand Canyon or in the middle of a forest. And you can totally do that. You can also do it at a restaurant or at a coffee shop. I've heard of people getting married at the coffee shop where they met, which I think is really, really cool. You also have a ton of freedom when it comes to the outfits. Like I said, if you want to do the traditional big white dress and the suit, you can. You can also wear, I've seen stunning, you know, colorful dresses or shorter dresses, or even just people who get married in like jeans and a t-shirt and they look amazing. Um, you really can do really whatever speaks to your heart, whatever you feel beautiful in, you feel like yourself, you want to get married in, and you just get to choose all of those different, you know, traditional aspects or parts of the wedding. You can skip them or you can include them and it's completely up to you. And that is so nice <laughs> to have that freedom. And I mean, I guess technically you have that freedom with a bigger wedding too, but not to the same extent. You know, if you're having 200 people, you probably do have to decide to either do, you know, a plated dinner or a buffet dinner. Versus if you had 10 people, uh, you've got a lot more choice of, you know, the types of places that you could order food from. You could just get Uber Eats delivery. You don't have to do a caterer. Uh, there's just a lot more options and a lot less you need to live up to, which I think is super, super cool. So now I'll go into some reasons why you might want to elope. And I already said at the top of the show that I am biased. I do want to elope or have some sort of a small wedding. So you'll definitely hear, uh, in my opinion, some pretty convincing reasons why you should also elope. Um, but I'll try to stay as neutral as possible, especially when I get into the cons of eloping. But let's start with the pros first. So one of the biggest pros of having an elopement, choosing to elope, is that you get to save money. The fewer people you have to buy dinner for, the more money you are saving is sort of the bottom line. Anytime anyone gives any budget tips for weddings, the number one budget tip, and I went into this a lot in the episodes that I've done on budget weddings, head back into your podcast queue to listen to those. But the number one tip to save money is always to cut your guest list. Fewer people is fewer centerpieces you have to buy, fewer favors, fewer plates you have to rent, fewer chairs you have to rent, fewer meals you have to buy, smaller cakes, smaller venue, it really does save you so, so much money when you cut your guest list from, you know, 300 to 30. It is absolutely huge. Another great way you can save money with an elopement is the venue choice. Instead of having to rent, you know, a big hall, you might get away with a free venue or an at-home venue. So maybe it's, you know, your backyard or your rooftop or your garden, whatever it is, or just even in your living room, if you really want to make things cozy and at home, I think that's awesome. Or if you might have a free venue in your city, like a park or a beach or a forest or a mountain, wherever you're living. In a lot of cities, there's not a charge to get married in these places. If you're just coming with a really small group and you're having a really short ceremony and you're not setting anything up like chairs or arches or anything like that. And even if you are setting things up and you have some people, Usually the fee, you know, to get a permit is not crazy expensive. It's not the amount that you would pay to actually book a venue. So that's awesome. A great way to save money. You also get to skip a lot of vendors when you're doing a smaller wedding. For example, if you're having 20 people and, you know, you're getting married and having brunch, you probably don't need a DJ. You probably don't need, I don't know, you might want to skip video maybe flowers you want to skip. Again, these are, you know, your own choices. You can skip them, you can add them, but there's definitely the option to cut a lot of vendors off of your list when you have that elopement. And then you can allocate that money elsewhere. So you might want to use it, you know, just in your own life. Maybe you have car payments, student loans, house payments, you're saving up to buy a house, your honeymoon, but you can also put it into other parts of your elopement. So let's say, 
you've decided to get married um, in your backyard. So your venue fee is zero dollars. Well, now you can splurge on that really amazing photographer. Or maybe you've decided, hey, you know, we just want to get married, the two of us. We're going to put all our money towards this awesome helicopter elopement package. And we're going to fly up into the mountains and get married up there and take all these incredible pictures. So huge reason to elope is to save money. Another one is that you get to save time. Unlike, you know, traditional venues and wedding planning that might take a year or two years with an elopement, because it is smaller and there's usually not as much to arrange, it's something you can do in a matter of months, maybe even a matter of weeks, or even a matter of days or hours if you're really doing something super low-key, going to the courthouse that day, whatever it is. So if that's something that you're concerned about, you want to get married sooner rather than later, it is a lot easier to pull together an event for 15 people than 150 people. So definitely will save you time. There's also going to be less drama and stress because you're not going to have things like, you know, in a traditional elopement, you wouldn't have a wedding party and you won't be inviting, you know, 200 people. So you don't have all of their opinions on, oh, what should I wear and what should I bring? And, oh, you're not serving that, are you? And, oh, what do you mean you didn't get the flowers from the friend that I told you about? Blah, blah, blah. All of that you can avoid. <laughs> you also can avoid, you know, some vendor stress, finding the right vendors if you're trying to interview a bunch of different I don't know, calligraphers who are going to design your invites for you, figure out timing, people dropping off the flowers and the cake and the goodie bags and the signs and the lights and all that. You can avoid a lot of that drama, a lot of that stress. My favorite reason for eloping is that the focus is more on you two and your marriage. When you elope, the focus really is on the ceremony because that's sort of like the highlight of the day. The elopement is that the ceremony, right? It's you and your partner and your officiant and you're tying the knot, and maybe you have a small group, and maybe afterwards, you know, you go out for dinner, you have a small get-together, maybe a little dance party, whatever it is, and all that stuff is cool, and it's extra, but the main focus really is on the ceremony, and in my opinion, that makes it so much more meaningful, because it's not about this, you know, dinner or dance party, it's really about the two of you and deciding to commit and live your lives together. And maybe that's an opportunity to write some personal vows or to include, you know, a hand fasting ceremony or another reading or tradition that you really love. Um, another reason to elope is that it's super intimate. It's a small group, so you actually get to see all of your guests. I know so often couples will say after the wedding, like, oh my God, I barely, like, I barely saw anybody. I just got to talk to these people for like two seconds. You know, I quickly ran by their table. We did a toast. They said I looked great. I said thanks, and that was it. Never saw them again, but so glad I paid $200 to feed them. <laughs> or, you know, oh, we said hi on the dance floor, and then that was it. But when you get married with just 20 people and you, you know, you have that intimate ceremony and then maybe you go for dinner, you actually get to talk to everybody and see them and smile with them and make memories. And I think that's so nice to be able to have that connection to spend with, you know, your most, most favorite people. The last reason to elope is that you will have no regrets. If you are part of any of these, you know, wedding groups on Facebook, or if you've seen any articles, so many people who have eloped say they absolutely love it. They don't regret it at all. They're so glad that they saved the money, the time, the stress, the drama, and that the focus really did get to be on them and their marriage and that they've set themselves up for success because, you know, they're not in debt. They haven't lost a bunch of friendships. And then there's all the people who did have the big wedding who, you know, when you say, okay, what's your number one regret? They say, oh, I wish I had just eloped. <laughs> like, Lots of people make that joke all the time. And I don't know that they're always joking. I think some people genuinely do wish they had 
eloped. And I think so many people in the wedding planning process get to that stage where they're just overwhelmed with how much money they're spending, how long things are taking, how many decisions they have to make with, you know, vendors backing out and venues not answering emails and wedding parties being difficult and mother-in-laws being more difficult. And they just say, oh, like, I just want to throw on the towel, grab my person, head to the mountains and be done with it. I just want to elope. I just want to be married. That's the whole point. And I think when you hear that over and over and over again, from people who are planning weddings or who did the big wedding, they keep saying, oh, I wish I had eloped. I think that's a pretty good sign that this whole eloping thing is, is a good idea and it's worth it. And it's definitely something you should consider. Okay, so we talked about the pros of eloping, the reasons to elope, and now I'm going to go into the cons. And again, I am totally biased. I want to elope, so it really was difficult for me to come up with this list of cons. Um, if you are still totally on the fence, you might want to go to somebody who enjoyed the big big white wedding and get their opinion as well, but I'm going to try. <laughs> so one of the cons of eloping is obviously it is a smaller party. So if part of your dream wedding is, you know, that that photo of all 200 of your guests, you know, packed into a room smiling behind you. It's a packed dance floor with, you know, 30 or 40 people all jumping around. And it really, like, it feels like a club and you're having the time of your life. If it's seeing dozens and dozens and dozens of smiling faces as you walk back up the aisle with your spouse, like, if that's part of your wedding vision, you're probably not going to get that with an elopement of, you know, 10 people or just the two of you. And that that can that can be tough if if that is part of the dream for you having that big group having you know hundreds of people who love you and are there for you as part of your big day then that can be difficult to decide to elope and not have that feeling. Uh, another con of eloping is that it might not be that big a deal with your friends and family. And that's also kind of sad. You know, if you have been dreaming of your wedding your whole life and you really wanted it to be this big thing that's, you know, celebrated within your friends and your family and people talk about it for years. And I mean, spoiler alert, that might not happen even with a big wedding, but with an elopement, you know, there's a chance that it just becomes this thing of like, oh yeah, they eloped. Okay. And then people are kind of over it, especially if they don't get to attend or, you know, they don't see photos. If it's just the two of you and you run off. There might be that initial like, oh, congrats, and then people might move on. I talk about this actually a little bit in my last episode on how to announce your engagement of how to sort of set your own expectations and not try to validate your feelings based on other people's reactions. So I think this is actually a good learning opportunity because even if you do spend, you know, 10, 20, 30, 50, a hundred thousand dollars on a wedding, there is really no guarantee that people are going to be making a big deal out of it. And hopefully that's not the reason you're getting married or, you know, the joy you get out of your wedding. But sorry, I'm supposed to be focusing on the cons. I keep turning each con into a pro. I will try my best to stick to the negatives here. So another con of eloping is that you don't get to see all your loved ones. And this is a genuine con. And I think, in my opinion, probably the worst part of eloping is that you don't get to see everyone. And that's super hard. I mean, I've had my heart set on eloping for years and years and years. I always wanted you know, a very, very small wedding. And then the moment we got engaged and announced it, all of these people, you know, came out of the woodwork and sent us beautiful messages and texts and calls and emails, um, you know, wishing us well and being so excited for us. And oh, my heart, I was just like, oh, I want all of you there. I want all of you at the wedding, you know, people who, you know, might not be on that short list of, of 10 people saying like, oh, can't wait, like, keep us posted, tell us your wedding plans. And it, and it kind of broke my heart a little to think that they might not be there, especially if, you know, 
you're close to a huge number of people in your family or you've got a giant friend group and you just would love to see them all in one place or you kind of want to use your wedding as a giant family reunion or a giant like, hey, we all made it through COVID. Um, if you have a lot of, you know, elderly relatives and you and you really want to see them and get those photos of you, you know, with your grandparents and your great aunts and uncles, getting everyone dressed up in these great family photos, like that's something that you probably won't have with an elopement if you do go with that smaller guest count. So that's definitely something to be aware of and know that you might miss out on if you decide to elope. You also might have to deal with uh, some judgment and some hurt feelings. And I know I said one of the pros of eloping is that it's less stress and less drama. And I do think that's true because, you you know, you avoid things like choosing bridesmaids dress colors and <laughs> figuring out where to put Aunt Kathy's new girlfriend or whoever. Um, but you still might deal with some judgment. There's definitely going to be some people, well, not definitely, but there might be some people in your family or friend group who don't understand the elopement, who think you know, weddings need to happen at a church and then go to a big venue hall and need to have 200 people and they don't understand why you're doing something different and why they're not invited and they are really hurt by it. And that, that sucks. And if that's something, you know, you could see happening in your family, it's something you have to think about before you decide to elope. You don't, you know, obviously you don't want to hurt people's feelings and you don't want to have their judgment and have them be angry. And hopefully it's, you know, it's not something that they would hold over you and, you know, not invite you to holidays or anything like that. Um, it's something that I think we're going to have to deal with a little bit if we move forward with our small wedding, you know, people who assumed they would be invited, assumed we'd be doing something bigger, feeling kind of hurt, maybe judging our choice because they don't understand it. In my mind, I'm kind of saying, you know, if you truly support us and support our marriage and our relationship, then you're going to be happy for us in the way that we want to celebrate. And you'll, you know, maybe you are hurt, but you will get over this because you still get to be a part of the rest of our lives. Um, I also like to put a dollar amount to it and think, hey, if we did decide to do, you know, a 200 person wedding that would cost us on the low end, like $20,000, but probably more. Is this person worth $20,000 to me? Probably not. Because <laughs> I can't even say, you know, oh, are they worth $100 per plate? Because it's more than that. As soon as you start adding those people, you have to get the big venue. Whereas if I cut them all, you know, I, I can do it at a free venue. So something to think about. Uh, lastly, another con to eloping is that it's just a bit of a mind shift. If you've always dreamed of the big wedding, you know, that's all you've ever seen in your head. And that's all you've ever attended as a kid, as an adult, you know, everyone in your family and everyone in your friend group had the big wedding and that's the expectation. And it's just the thing you've had in your mind. It's a really big shift to then start thinking of, oh, eloping, you know, small group, just a couple of us getting takeout for dinner and, you know, wearing a red pantsuit or whatever it is. Um, and that can be tough if it's not something you're really prepared to, to do and you want to try to wrap your head around that, especially if you are going into an elopement, maybe not the most excited. Maybe you've just sort of fallen into it because so many things have changed. Um, that can be, that can be hard to accept that and to, to go forward with those plans when it's not what you've always dreamed of. Okay, so I've talked about the pros of eloping and the cons of eloping, and I want to talk about eloping in COVID times. So lots of couples are actually choosing to elope now and party later. So they're doing the official, um, you know, marriage part, the paperwork, maybe the small ceremony, 
every couple is different. They're doing that now in 2020 in a safe way that they can, you know, with a small group. And whether that's just because they really love each other and they're tired of being engaged and want to be married, or maybe it's, you know, they need health insurance or a visa, whatever it is, couples are choosing to elope now and they're saying, hey, we're going to do the big reception in a year or in two years when it's safe, when we can have all of our loved ones travel in and not wear masks and party on the dance floor and give us hugs and all that other stuff. So that's a really great um, compromise if you want to sort of do the elopement, but you still want to have the big party. And a lot of these couples are saying that they absolutely loved their elopements, their small weddings, their micromonies, their micro weddings, whatever you want to call it. People are saying that they loved these days. They loved that it was less stress and less drama. They loved that it could be just about the two of them, that they got to see all their loved ones. Basically, all the reasons I told you to elope, people are saying, yes, love it. And a lot of these couples are actually saying, hey, you know what? Now that we've done that elopement, we feel really, really married. We had that amazing day. It was all about us, celebrated. And you know what? We're actually going to cancel that big reception we talked about because we don't need it and we don't want to pay for it and we don't want to keep planning it and we don't want to postpone it again. So we're good. We had what we wanted. So if that's sort of something you're thinking about, you're saying, hey, you know what? We're planning a wedding, but we're not sure when it's going to be safe to have 200 guests. So now we're sort of thinking 2022, but we don't want to wait. So just we're going to get married now. We're going to go down to the courthouse in our jeans on a Thursday morning, do the thing, and then have the reception later. I do encourage you to do everything you want for your you know, marriage celebration. It doesn't have to be a full wedding, but do everything you want during this elopement because that party later on is not guaranteed. If you talk to people who have had to postpone their wedding in 2020, most people are on like postponement number three or number four because nobody knew, right? No one had any idea how long COVID was going to last or how long it will still last. So there was people who were supposed to get married in April and they were told like, oh, just move it to the summer. No problem. Moved it to the summer. Of course, summer is still a problem. So then they move it to the fall. The fall will be fine, right? Nope. Fall is worse. So they move it again. And now they're looking at early 2021. And it's like, you know what? We, at the time of recording, you know, it's end of October. Things aren't looking great for February to be totally COVID free with, you know, 200 people wedding and packed dance floors and hugs and all that stuff. So now they're looking at postponing for what is that the third or fourth time. And for a lot of people that just gets so exhausting. So if you had, you know, the chance to get married now, I encourage you to really make that what you want it to be. Wear your outfit that you planned. You know, if you want to do hair and makeup, do it. If you want to have your parents there, if you want to have an awesome meal, just really make it special and make it what you want it to be. And don't worry about, oh, but I wanted to save my, you know, if you're wearing a dress, oh, I wanted to save my dress for the reception. You can wear your dress for the reception, but there's no guarantee that that reception is going to happen. You might get tired of postponing for the upteenth time, or your venue might shut down because they go out of business, or a wildfire takes your venue out, right? Who saw that one coming? Um, I don't know, those killer hornets are still somewhere. They might be taking on your venue, or life might just happen, right? Like if you, let's say you tried to postpone until 2021, and you don't think things will be COVID safe by then, so you go to 2022, there's a problem with your venue, so you have to switch. Oh, next availability is not till 2023. That's now three years from now. Who knows? Like you might be working at a new job, living in a new city, saving up for a house. You might you might have a child at that point. You might are trying to have a child. And maybe the last thing you want to do is spend $20,000 to host a reception for all your family and friends when you've been married for three years. Um, so I encourage you to really 
go, you know, all out, I will say in quotation marks, but go all out for this, this wedding now, this elopement, do what you want to do. Because I think if COVID and the pandemic and all this stuff has taught us anything, it's that, you know, tomorrow's not guaranteed. And the last thing you would want to do is, you know, do this elopement that you're not really crazy about that you're just doing, you know, just to do it. Um, make it yours, make it lovely. And that doesn't mean you have to spend a lot of money if making it yours and, you know, making it what you want is jeans and a t-shirt on a Thursday morning at the courthouse with your partner, then do it. That's amazing. But if you kind of feel like you're being forced into that and that's not really the celebration you want, then try to do it your way. I will say on the reception side though, you know, there is the chance that in a few years from now, things change, life happens, you don't want to do the big reception. But also, you know, that is, that's a question mark, you don't know. So if you're sort of thinking, hey, if we elope now, does that mean we can never have a big party? Of course not. If you, if you wake up some morning, you know, in 2024, 2025, and you say like, you know what, I really want to have that big party, I want to celebrate our marriage, I want to see all our friends, I want to dance, I want to put my outfit back on, then do it. I think, I think, since we've all been so, you know, hungry for socializing and events and celebrations and happiness in this year, no one's going to be upset if you say, hey, we're throwing an amazing five-year anniversary party. We're going to dance. We're going to put on our outfits. There's going to be cake. There's going to be alcohol. Come and join us. I mean, who's who's saying no to that? I don't think there's, you know, there might be one stuffy aunt who's like, oh, but you've been married for five years. Okay, fine. She doesn't need to come. Saves you money. But you can totally have your party and your celebration anytime. So I wouldn't worry if that's something, you know, you think you, you're giving up. If you elope, you're not giving it up. You can have it at any time, but also don't count on it because you don't know. You Your opinions might change. Your venue might burn down. You might, you know, have a child. You might lose your job, whatever it is. Um, so I hope that I hope that makes sense. I'm trying to weigh both sides of the coin here of do whatever you want right now, but also know that, you know, there's options in the future if you want to do something else. The other thing about eloping in COVID times is that people are a lot more understanding now. The fact that you are getting married during a pandemic is sort of a huge permission slip to just do it your way. Do exactly what you want. There are no right or wrong answers when you go onto those, you know, wedding websites or blogs or Facebook groups or whatever. There's so many things that are like, well, before 2020, the answer would have been this, but now it's 2020. So do whatever you want. Um, and you can totally do that. So if you're kind of nervous about eloping or having a small wedding, know that people will be really understanding. No one's going to be upset that you're not having 200 people, you know, in a packed indoor venue during a pandemic. People will probably be very glad <laughs> that you've decided to have a small wedding and elope. And they hopefully are just really happy for you and glad that you are getting married and you're going to be with your person and you're having this special day. Eloping in COVID times is also a great way to save money, especially if you have lost money on all of these postponements. I know there are so many couples out there who have lost deposits. Um, you know, they've had to change their dates. And unfortunately, some vendors or venues aren't able to accommodate that. So they've lost these non-refundable deposits or, you know, they can't even get married in the country or the state or the city that they wanted to. So all those deposits are, are flushed down the toilet. So a lot of people are losing money. Places are going out of business. So a great way to sort of recoup those costs is to elope, to downsize, to have that smaller wedding. And then you no longer need to buy dinner for 300 people. It's just, you know, 15 people or whatever it is. There's also a lot of new creative ways to still celebrate with everyone. Of course, everyone's heard of the Zoom wedding, you know, where you live stream your ceremony. So that's a really lovely way of saying like, hey, we can only safely have 30 people with us right now, but join us on Zoom, Facebook, Instagram, insert 
wedding website here and you can watch the ceremony. And that's a really lovely way to include everyone in a very COVID safe manner. So the bottom line on elopements and deciding on whether or not you should elope is just to go back to what you want. Sit down with your partner, revisit that wedding mission statement that I've talked about in previous episodes of, you know, what is the point of your wedding? What are you trying to get out of your wedding? What are your goals? What are the things that are most important to you? And do those things align with an elopement? When you look at the pros and the cons, do the pros of eloping outweigh the cons for you? Or is it the other way around? You really want to make sure that you're on the same page as your partner with this one. It it is hard to drag someone into an elopement kicking and screaming. I will say that I did, uh, I don't want to say convince, but maybe (laughs) share the pros of an elopement with my partner over the years. Because when we first met, you know, in our first few years of dating, he definitely wanted that big wedding. And I think it's because he just, he just grew up with that. That's what everyone in his family did. They always had the big wedding. So he just assumed that is what, you know, we would do because that's what you have to do. That's what you're supposed to do. And it was kind of over the years of us talking and me sort of saying like, Hey, you know what, here are the other options. Here's what an elopement looks like. And here's how much money we would save if we decided to elope. And hey, remember, we're both introverts and hate being the center of attention. So why do we want to host a party for 200 people? That would be terrifying for us. Um, We kind of got him a little bit more on side. And now it's something we're both really passionate about. So if that's the situation you're in with your partner, don't, you know, don't badger them. Don't force them into it. But you can definitely have these conversations and get to the heart of, you know, why they are resistant. Why do they want that big wedding? And are there aspects of that big wedding that you can include in an elopement if that's the route that you want to go? Remember that these days an elopement is whatever you want it to look like. It's whatever you want to call it, mini money, micro wedding, small wedding, whatever, elopement. It is totally your call and you can design it however you want with guests, without guests, in the mountains, on the beach, at a restaurant, planned months in advance, spontaneous, in jeans, in dresses, whatever you want to do. It is totally up to you. There are absolutely no rules when it comes to wedding planning or elopement planning. It's just another awesome option for you to get married. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Unconventional Wedding Planning Podcast. I really appreciate it. And I hope I gave you some good ideas or thoughts around eloping. If you really want to make my day, you can leave me a rating and review, subscribe so you don't miss the next episode, and tell a friend about the podcast. And remember, wedding planning should not take over your life.